Thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast from Visit Aurora, from the rafters of the Stanley Marketplace. This is the show dedicated to telling the stories of Aurora, Colorado. Hi there, I'm Dave, the Senior Marketing Manager for Visit Aurora, joined today by John Kim, the General Manager at Angry Chicken on Havana Street. John, you've got a fascinating story. Back around six years ago, I visited Korea and I was... I'm a food junkie, like I love food. So I was going to various places and I ran into this chicken place. I took a bite of this fried chicken and it was so crispy and light and flavorful. And it was because they made it out of rice flour. Okay. The breading is the rice breading. It's made out of rice, so it's gluten-free. From that point on, I, I told myself I had to do this in America. So we created our own ingredients with the rice breading, the gluten-free, the marination and the batter. And so here we are, five years into the business. Well, congratulations on five years. That's a huge milestone, particularly in the restaurant business, particularly after the last couple of years that we've endured. Talk a little bit about the name itself. Angry Chicken just, it it jumps out on you, but it had a different name initially, right? Well, the Korean saying was Sardak. Sar means rice and tak means chicken. So it's rice chicken because it's made out of the rice flour. So we actually have both names on the building. Okay. So, so sometimes people are confused, but I think we've come to a point where we can kind of take out the rice chicken and not confuse people and put angry chicken on there. So on the Havana side, there's angry chicken and on the parking lot side, there's rice chicken. <laughs> I imagine part of that was bridging the generational gap because maybe, you know, with our, our Korean community in Aurora that remember rice chicken from Korea they come here, it's familiar, but you also have a new generation. Talk a little bit about how the restaurant has bridged that generational gap from those who remember the the chicken from Korea and also those who were born here and are experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, so a lot of the first time non-Korean cultured people come in and, and try our f- Korean uh, culture stuff, like even yeah. soju. Yeah. And so we did keep dual names so that we can bridge the Korean cultured people to the the new culture, which is the American culture, the yeah. Western culture. Now I feel like we've come, the bridge has, you know, come together, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Tell us a little bit about the flavors that make Korean fried chicken so dynamic and so unique. Yeah. So each Korean fried chicken chain, we're not a chain at this point, but right. They all have their own sauces, but the main sauce is the sweet and spicy. They call it yangnyam sauce. And so it varies from restaurant to restaurant, but it has a sweetness and a, and a combination with spiciness that gives it that uh, unique flavor that is, you know, unique to the Korean fried chicken. I imagine the marinade plays a huge part in that. The chicken at Angry Chicken is marinated probably overnight, I imagine, right? Minimum overnight. Yeah. But, you know, our chicken sells out in the two or three days. So right. we get a, a load of chicken that we marinate. We cut up each whole chicken into 10 pieces. Half chicken is five pieces. So we bag each uh, chicken and, and marinate it at least overnight. So it has a really unique flavor. A lot of the chicken places that I go to, when you eat just the original chicken without the sauce, the flavor is not really there, but Angry Chicken has a really good flavor. Even without any sauce, it has a bunch of flavor. Yeah, if you take off a lot of other places, if you just take off the breading and the skin, you're just left with a bland piece of chicken. Yeah. But... That marinating beforehand is so super important. Since we're now friends, you can get you can totally give me the recipe though, right? 
Or is that proprietary? Uh, you, we would have to be friends for another 10 years. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you do hold your chefs to a really high standard when it comes to ensuring you know, your flavors are right. What does that consistency mean to you? To me, the consistency is one of the most important things because I want a customer that comes in every time to taste the exact same product. Mm -hmm. Now, in the future, if I can improve it, I will improve it. But even that improvement has to be the same all the time. Right. I don't want a customer. I, th I put myself in the customer's shoes and I expect the same thing. Right. It has to be the exact same that I expect. I was ignorant to the history of Korean fried chicken. You know, being an American, you think down south, you think grandma, you think the biscuits and the whole thing. And then I visited Angry Chicken over on 1930 South Havana and had a different experience. It was absolutely incredible. It was absolutely mind blowing. Familiar flavors, but new flavors that um, I hadn't anticipated before. You, you touched on this a little bit, but speak to what makes the rice flour so unique. It, it really is the difference maker. Well, the rice flour, first of all, is gluten free. Mm -hmm. So it's healthier it holds less grease and at the same time it's crispy and so it's lighter and the chicken is moist right so that when i took my first bite it was a taste that i've never experienced compared to the your southern fried chicken right the coating is thicker and it's dense with more oil and heavier but ours is light crispy and a lot of flavor. You don't need to take a nap after eating an angry chicken. You can still no, go no, on. No, no, you still feel so much light. <laughs> um, and and one thing that is also unique about your process is your chicken is is battered and fried to order, um, not beforehand, and that almost enhances the experience, right? Oh yes, our chicken is freshly fried per every single order, yeah. and we never pre-fry it. So some of the other Korean fried chicken claims to double fry, meaning right. they fry it ahead of time. And then when the order comes in, they fry it again. They're very proud of that, but I am not. I fry it one time and our crunchiness is cr you know, crispier, crunchier than any other Korean fried chicken. Yeah, and I, I can attest to that. I visited just a couple of weeks ago and I was absolutely blown away. You mentioned that the rice flour is gluten-free. How important is that aspect of offering this gluten-free option now in this world where that seems to be more and more important. Yeah, nowadays there's more health consciousness. So I really am passionate about the, you know, the gluten free that we can actually serve it to the health conscious people. Um, but at the same time, taste is not compromised. Actually, no. it actually is enhances the <laughs> taste. Um, the, the freshness of your food is absolutely a priority. And I believe you also locally source your chicken, right? Yes, we get our chicken from our suppliers who are local. So you're really getting a fresh experience because you've got fresh chicken that's not frozen. It doesn't come packed. It hasn't been frozen for several months. You're breading on demand. You're marinating. I mean, this truly is a about a fresh experience. This isn't fast food. This is quality food that takes time and care and it pays off in the end. Yes. Our, I make sure that when, when our chicken is delivered, it's delivered fresh, never frozen. Right. Many restaurants do use frozen chicken, but ours is fresh, never frozen. The atmosphere in the restaurant is really hip and it's really contemporary. It almost feels like you're at like a nightclub. That's all by design. Yes, we do have a full bar and, and, and music, contemporary music, both, you know, Korean influence and Western influence. And so I, I try to create a vibe that is casual, hip and available for all family and single and casual. And it seems like you've put a lot of care into your soju. Also, the the uh, beer and cocktail menu is incredible. Talk a little bit about your bar and some of the offerings. Yeah, so we have a full bar with hard liquor, soju, 
Korean beer, American beer. So we do have uh, 25 draft beers also. Wow. And recently, we just put in 10 Launchpad Brewery craft beers as well. We talked a little bit about you know the success of, of being in business for five years, but the challenges of the last two years. Uh, has the supply chain and chicken shortages caused any issues for you over the last several months? There has been some issues, and thankfully, we've endured it and survived. Chicken prices doubled, yeah. at least. And so the raising of the prices has been a little struggle, but I think we, we're okay now. Yeah, there seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully now. What are some of the lessons that you've taken from the last two years? I imagine you had to adjust your business slightly. What are some of the lessons that you've taken now that we're hopefully emerging from the pandemic? In the end, it's all about the customers. Thankfully, our our product was takeout friendly. And so we were able to continue to serve and not close down. But in the end, it's all about the customers and to satisfy their needs. Talk a little bit about the the Korean community in particular in Aurora. What drew you to Aurora and and why is that community so important to you personally? Well, I was born in Korea, even though I came here when I was five years old. Mm My blood is Korean, so I do want to not let go of that culture. Right. But at the same time, serve the Western culture. So our tri- our fried chicken can compete with any Southern fried chicken. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to serve both cultures here and, and make it actually one culture. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you shed some light on the relationship Korean business owners have with one another here in Aurora? It's very collaborative, right? Yes. Yes, we are. Actually, City of Aurora is doing a great job of getting all of our minority business owners together and and have functions so a lot of our korean business owners have met and we all encourage each other to do well and and support each other and even beyond the korean community aurora in and of itself is the most diverse community in colorado Um, and you really see that in the on havana street district you see so many different countries so many different people so many different cuisines represented it's it's really a beautiful thing to be a part of i imagine oh yeah there's a lot of diversity in aurora in Colorado, and uh, I've met many other uh, restaurant owners and business owners. Um, there's a Mexican restaurant right across the street, and we became like really close friends. So we share each other's foods, and and, <laughs> and that's one of the things that bonds all people: our love for food and uh, for trying new things. And it's a beautiful thing that here in Aurora we have a district that's almost dedicated exclusively to these businesses yes it is so you know it's aurora's growing and it's diversifying and so it's a great to be part of i had the uh it's the honey garlic yes it was absolutely incredible i'm excited to go back to try some of the even more bold flavors john what is your go-to order so so the top three flavors that are korean flavors sweet and spicy Mm -hmm. spicy soy and honey garlic. So you did try one of the more Staples. popular ones. But right. my personal favorite is spicy soy. Okay. It's a soy sauce base, but I've never had that flavor that I tasted in any other restaurant. What level of spice are we talking about? I can handle it, but for those <laughs> listening, what's the level of so spice? So spicy like? soy, the sauce itself is not that spicy. Yeah. It comes with serrano peppers. Okay. So if you want spice, you just take a bite of that serrano pepper as you eat. Okay. The chicken and the sauce. Because there's no point in having abundant spice if you're sacrificing flavor. If you can marry the two and have just the right amount of spice with the flavor, it's absolutely perfect. Yes, it is. <laughs> Angry Chicken, 1930 South Havana Street, 
Visit them at angrychickenco.com. That's angrychickenco.com. And you can also visit them on Instagram and see some absolutely amazing, delicious food at angrychickenaurora.co. That's angrychickenaurora.co on Instagram. John Kim, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. And I'm excited to go back to Angry Chicken uh, this weekend if I can. Well, thank you for this time. I do want to shout out to our food truck that's coming this month. Yeah, talk about it. And so we'll be coming to your town. And can we summon the food truck to events? Yes. Reach out to you on social media? Yes, we will have a contact number in the social media. Okay, visit them um, on social media again on Instagram at angrychickenaurora.co and again at angrychickenco.com. Thank you so much, John. Appreciate the time. All right, thanks again. Hey, thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast. Visit Aurora is the official destination marketing organization for the city of Aurora, Colorado, and acts as the primary liaison between meeting planners and hotel partners. As Aurora's convention and visitors bureau, Visit Aurora's mission is grounded in showcasing Aurora as a premier destination for meetings, business, and leisure travel. Visit Aurora represents more than 75 plus hotel properties with 13,500 plus guest rooms and more than 1 million square feet of meeting space, including Colorado's largest resort, Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center. As Colorado's third largest city, Aurora is located minutes away from Denver International Airport and showcases mountain views, memorable meeting spaces, and 250 plus international eateries that offer a unique experience for each and every visitor. As the gateway to the Rockies, Visit Aurora's role in the local community goes beyond marketing the city as a destination. The Visit Aurora team is here to assist you with your Colorado visit from facilitating your meeting, event, or convention to helping you discover local flavor and attractions. Go beyond the boardroom in Aurora, Colorado. For more, visit us at visitaurora.com.